Welcome to the Truth and Grace podcast, hosted by Swan, Laterica, and Amber. Let's get ready for our newest episode. We hope you enjoy. It's episode two. Hey, y'all. Happy Friday. Hey, how y'all doing? Good, good. How you feeling? Girl, I'm feeling good, feeling great. TGIF. Hey, it's Friday. Welcome back to another episode of the Truth and Grace podcast, y'all. We are excited to be with y'all on this Friday. All right, what's the song? Come on, I want to hear it. What is it? Okay. Y'all, I did not know this was the name of the song, but... What's the name the of the song is You Make Me Better hey. by Fabulous. But you know, my boy used to be like, I'm a movement by myself, but, right. but I'm a force when we're together. Okay. And y'all, I put the lyrics up so I don't know the dick slide. Okay. But then he say, <laughs> but you make me better. <laughs> you make me better. Yeah. Listen, I used to I used to think Fabulous was cute back in the day. But yeah, now that I've gotten older, I don't think the same thing about it. He's him. a weird cute. Okay. I'm not even gonna get on that with Swan because no, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that with Swan. It's a weird kid. All right. Anyways, <laughs> but yes, um, I just I love that song because you know it talks about he says I'm a movement by myself and that's true. Like all of us can do great things by ourselves. There are times where God gives a, gives us an assignment to specifically do something by ourselves. But there's power when we unite. The Bible says you know that one can chase a thousand, but two can put ten thousand to flight. Like we can do so much more united and when we're working together but the enemy really he don't he don't want us working together and doing things together he really don't want us doing them by ourselves for real like sometimes it's a struggle for us to do things by ourselves but we make it but when we join together with other people like when we join together to do this podcast and other things that that you know god will allow us when we join together in prayer like when we come together and we pray together like we we're moving when we pray by ourselves but then when we get together and we pray together like we're a force like other things that we do together, like even serving, like um, at church, like if we serve um, outreach and we go out there in that parking lot and pray, mm-hmm. like people are like they 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 mm-hmm. on point with each other, like we flow off of each other. Mm-hmm. If there's a there's a spirit of unity, we're we're good by ourselves. We can do great things by ourselves, but mm-hmm. there's power. Uh, we're a force when um, we're together. So yeah, I agree with you. Um, our, our friendship, we definitely. Um, Need one another. You know, yeah. God, it says the two or three are gathered in his name. He shall be in the midst. Mm-hmm. So the devil is really, like, upset when we do come together because we are powerful. Mm-hmm. We all in our own right. Um, you know, we're filled with the Holy Spirit. But we, in our own right, we each one of us has different gifts. Mm-hmm. And when those gifts are come together in unity, the devil gets upset because we shake hell loose. Mm-hmm. And so um, I feel like that this is in friendship and marriages and any relationship you have. When you're you're bonded with that person, the devil is upset. So that's why he don't like unity in any form. So if you're struggling in your marriage, you're struggling in your friendships, you're struggling on your job, any relationship you have, the devil wants to intervene in it because he wants you by yourself. He wants to isolate you so he can he can have control. And and it's all it's also it starts in your mind. It's a mindset thing. Oh, yeah. So that's why it says uh, "idle mind is a devil's workshop," you know, playground or whatever they say. You know, so you, you have to be careful um, when you get when you get isolated and you remove yourself. And that's why you know it's good for you to go to church and things like that. It's not that we are the church. The people are the church, but the building it's all about fellowship. Mm-hmm. So God want God did not create us to be alone. That's why He created a um a woman for the man. He needed a, you know a person to help me. He wanted you to be there. He don't he don't ever want you to be alone. 
And you're not, you're not alone because you will always have him, but it's good to have fellowship. So, you know, the devil tried it. He tried it in this season with us, even with us. You know, we're tripping grace. So we're going to hit you with a little truth. You know, truth and grace had a little rocky foundation this go around, this season. We was in a season of of separation. You know, we had to grow. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go down. Now, our foundation were rocking. Now, our foundation is it's Jesus. It's on the rock. Right. Well, you, I'm saying our, our friendship. It was a little shaky. It, you know, the devil tried to attack our friendship, as I should say. And he did that because he can't take us together. He can't take the power that we have that dwells in us when we come together, which is the force. What is is Jesus? And so, um, we we went through, I say, a dry season where we we I'm not gonna say we questioned our friendship, but we had difference of opinions came up, and we tended to bump heads a little in different directions. And when one person was in a season where, you know, you was in your place and you were, you were, you were going through your stuff and you were going through your things. Now we're going, we're going through personal stuff. And then sometimes it can, ha- it can cause us to separate a little bit and the devil wants us to be separate all the time. So that's what we went through. We went, our, our friendship was on mine a couple of times, you know, well more so, you know, I was in, I felt in the middle. I felt stuck in this per se. And, and to say this, Without being too much open about what happened, you know, um, I already had a friendship from previous friendships that I had to watch people. I had to play the middle, and it's, it it took a toll on me physically, emotionally, and I felt drained because I didn't want to make. I don't. I felt like I was walking on eggshells because I I felt like I had to divide my time, and I never wanted to do that in this in this new circle of friends. And I said that to myself. I would never put that much weight on me. I would never. And I always question, am I spending too much time with you? Am I spending too much time with her? Like, and it drove me crazy. And so I, that was something I carried. So, but now I released that, of course, because we all grown. And we all in a, we all in the season of healing. And I feel like we're going to be okay. Uh, uh, it took us a while to get back, you know, to record it. But we, we're here. You know, we're on episode two. We're doing good. Everything looking good. As you can see, God, God, he got us. He got our back. We, we overcame the obstacles of the, the enemy tried to put in, in, our, in front of us. So we're here. So, you know, sometimes we got to be a little truthful about what's going on. And a lot of people, I mean, I have got inboxes. I done got text messages. And people said, wow, your friendship is amazing. I said, it's a God thing. It's all God. You know, I got a message about how uh, they saw our friends on the video. Like, I definitely, I'm in love with your friendship. I never heard somebody say, I'm in love with your friendship. Mm. And I was like, God is the center of it. That's why, you know, that's why you're in love. You see his light shining. Mm-hmm. So, that's just to say, you know, a little bit without saying too much. But we back, we here. And the devil tried it, but he did not win. And, you know, Amen. at the end of the day, we still going to do our podcast. We still going to be friends. We still going to do a ministry together. And we still going to eat at Chili's. Amen. Amen. You know what? You said something <laughs> that stood out to me. Um, here's the thing about relationships, friendships, working on someone's job together. Like, anytime there's purpose in the earth, anytime God gives you an assignment, you know, as Swan stated, the enemy is going to try to attack it. Uh, even in church, you see so much. People always talk about there's so much division in the church. Yeah, because the enemy does not want unity. He already know like, oh my gosh, if they unite and do something, they put their minds together to do mm-hmm. something. Like, what type of force are they going to be against the kingdom of hell? Mm-hmm. So he's going to try to attack that. Like that's why he fights against 
um, marriages, you know. Mm -hmm. That's why he fights against um, friendships. Like, a lot of people say, well, I don't have a healthy friendship, or I don't know what that looks like. Like, people say different things like that. He does not want you to be in a healthy place on your job, Mm -hmm. in in your school, in your career, with your family members. Like, he hates it. Mm -hmm. And so the enemy is going to try to throw everything that he possibly can to throw at you to create this this place of division, this place of disunity. Like he's gonna do that. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Like he does not want us to be in that place. Um, because he knows what's gonna happen if the church ever gets on one accord, yeah. mm-hmm. if your marriage ever gets on one accord, if your friendship ever gets on one accord. And I think it's so good for us to learn like who our real enemy is. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes we think that the other person is our real enemy, but we have to learn like that person ain't your enemy. Like it's a it's a spirit behind it. Y'all, one of my favorite movies to watch <laughs> that I watch repeatedly is War Room. Like I love that movie because for one, it talks about developing a battle plan, but for two, it talks about discovering your real enemy. Because the enemy disguises himself, like, and he hides. And oftentimes, we attack each other. We attack the person that we can physically see. But we never attack the spirit that's operating. And so the enemy, he sits back and he's laughing at us. He's laughing at marriages being torn apart. Mm -hmm. He's laughing at churches being torn apart. He's Mm -hmm. laughing at friendships being torn apart. And he's like, ha ha, I got them. Like, oh, I set them up and they actually fell for it. But we have to be people who are alert and saying, God, tell me what spirit this is operating so I can attack this spirit in prayer. And I think even in in the season that we've been in, you know, the season that God has allowed us to walk through, like that was one of the reminders for me. Like, Laterica, identify who the real enemy is right now because the real enemy is not a person that you see. The real enemy is 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 a spear operating mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And he does not want you to see him. He does not want you to call him out. The real enemy does not want to be exposed. The real enemy hates light. Mm-hmm. Okay? He hates light. He does not want to be exposed. And so, um, sometimes there were times where I did pull back and I did. But in those times, I'm so grateful to God because he showed me like, no, this is what's really going on. Like, I need you I need you to see it from this angle. I need you to see what I see. I need you to, to remember that you're seated in heavenly places with me, that you're above this. Mm. Um, so he had to remind us. And I'm, I'm, I'm even more so grateful because when we go through things, I, ho- I hope, and it's my hope and my prayer, that we don't stay, but that we come out better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we come out with more wisdom, more power, more anointing, more strength, um, that we come out with with more, that God gives us more. And so I just feel like, you know, yeah, the devil tried it, but we, we, we've come out with more and that God has allowed me to, to see more of him. He's teaching my hands how to war. I love how Psalm 18 talks about how he teaches our hands how to war. So he's teaching us how to fight spiritually not how to fight physically because i i knew how to do that when i was in the streets oh i knew yeah friend got hands i knew you know i knew i want no bump i want to cut you Uh, since one used to cut people but i knew how i knew and i knew (laughs) that i I used to slash ties and bust windows like i knew how to fight in the streets but y'all once you get saved it's a completely different fight like you can't fight back 
the way that you used to fight. And I think a lot of times God is really trying to teach us how to fight. Yeah. So, yeah, the devil tried it. And he's going to continue to come against unity. He's going to continue to try to come against your marriage. He's going to try to continue to come against your relationship with your family members or the relationships with people on your job. Mm. But it's not going to work. Amen. Amen. Yes. Yeah. I, um. This has been just these past what eleven, twelve minutes now. Y'all speaking to me in an area I've been trying not to hear about. I'm with my job. <laughs> I have had so much frustration on my job, and I'm recognizing that is the enemy, and it's um just being frustrated with people. So frustrated with people, it does not help that I am still working from home so i'm isolated like swan said don't get isolated i am by well not by law but by mandate right now my job i am isolated so i have to my biggest form of communication the main way i talk with my coworkers is through email very dry very emotionless emails so it just it takes the humanity out of the communication it takes the um, emotion out of it and so i have been in, in this for so long i really just have gotten set in my way so it has caused me not listening to y'all i'm like oh this is the holy spirit speaking amber you need to be listening right now (laughs) like all of this frustration i I am having is because of the enemy and my co-workers are not my enemy and we are all on the same team we all got the same goal we all want to make budget so we all get paid that is the goal amber (laughs) so why are you getting so frustrated with this person who is just trying to do their job Mm-hmm. And so that this, uh, uh, so I appreciate y'all. Let me just say thank you in the middle of this. Thank y'all because I needed to. Hear. Yeah, and even even what you just said, you said we're all on the same team. We're all trying to make budget. Yes. y'all all have a purpose. Mm-hmm. Y'all yeah, all have an assignment. Y'all mm-hmm. all have a coming goal. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get there together. The enemy does not want that to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And so whether you're ch- you're in a church together and y'all y'all all are trying to save souls and operate as the body of Christ, or whether you're in a marriage together and you're trying to have a kingdom marriage and you're trying to do what God has called you to do and live the life that God has called you to do, or whether you're in a friendship and God has called you to to do something in the earth as friends or whatever it may be, you all have a come and go. And the enemy will constantly whisper lies to you to destroy the purpose, to destroy the come and go, to destroy the assignment. Because he's like, oh, I don't want them to fulfill that come and go. I don't want them to to get to the finish line. I don't want them to win the race. Mm -hmm. So he's constantly attacking that. And sometimes we don't even recognize the lies that the enemy is whispering to us about what's coming on. Sometimes we sit there and ruminate Mm -hmm. and, and listen to and entertain the lies that the enemy whispers to us. And, and yeah, it may start off as a little, little lie, but by, if you think about how long you, you meditate on that lie a week later, You'll be like, yeah, we get a divorce. Mm. Yeah, you believe because you, you have, it. yeah, you've entertained that that little lie Absolutely. for so well. Something that started off as a small lie, you've entertained it for so long that oh, oh I'm quitting my job because you've entertained that lie for so long. Like, no, we gotta stand on truth. I remember, like, I ask people, especially married couples, like, if if my friend come to me and you you talking about we finna divorce, like, I I. I'm not that friend that's finna entertain it. Like, not mm. off the bat. Like, don't come to me with that foolishness. Mm. Because I'm not that friend. Yes, I may be single, but I'm not that friend because I'm for marriage. First of all, I want to ask you, did God join y'all together? Because the Bible says, whom God joins together, let no man put us under. So if God joins you together, then guess what? Y'all gonna be together in sickness and in health. 
for richer and for poor. Like, whatever come your way, y'all gonna be together. If you lose a child, God forbid, y'all gonna be together. If you bury a parent, God forbid, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to bury our parents, not them bury us. But y'all gonna be together. If somebody lose their job, guess what? Y'all gonna be together. If somebody gets sick, guess what? Y'all gonna be together because God put y'all together. And when I ask that question, sometimes they can't answer it because they, you know, they all emotional. They all over the place. But I tell them, once you figure it out, come back to me. Then when they figure it out, and they know without a shadow of a doubt, I say, now write it down. Mm. And post it up. And put it where you can see. Because mm-hmm. the enemy is going to come back with his lies and attack the very thing that God put together, that God has purpose for, that God has an assignment for. Because the enemy hates unity. And his job is to cause division. Sometimes we have to, when we know that we have an assignment with a person, when we know that a person is supposed to be in our lives, we have to write it down and post it up to remind ourselves. Because the attack is going to come. The devil's going to lie. He's going to scheme. He's going to plot. And he's going to plan. Mm-hmm. But we got to post it up and remind ourselves, like, uh-uh. Child, I'm a movement by myself. Mm-hmm. But I'm a force when we're together. Amen. So. Amen. Speaking of that, and then also you can't allow a lot of things to fester in your spirit. Yeah. Like with the situation with us, again, not going into details, I allowed what happened because I felt like I was in the middle, um, torn in between. I allowed the people who bought the, the enemy, who opened the doors for the situations, I allowed them to fester in my spirit. And I became angry because I felt like they was coming to try to tell my friendships. Mm. And, 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 and I allowed the enemy to like, come in like he came in swiftly like because he knew that i i'm the over overprotected friend he know i'm the one who loves like uncle hard like wear my heart on my sleeve again and i'm gonna protect all who are in I, this mind that i claim my i'm gonna protect and i felt like they were invading my space and i had to get that out my like god got them you don't have to protect them you know i got this so i had to let that let that go i had to let them go because i were i mean i was angry like every time i would see them and i knew what started fester because every time their name was mentioned I would roll my eyes or something like that. So they had too much power over me and I didn't even have nothing to do with it. And I was like, I got to let this go because I can't see them, you know, in church or in wherever we be and see them in public and, and be angry. Like walking around here, harboring that when they done moved on with um, their life, y'all, y'all in the healing process and I'm up here building because of what they did to my friendship. And so that's another so I had to I had to I had to deal with that. Y'all, I, I am laughing at Swan about how mad she was. I was <laughs> mad. Because first of all, Swan said she wanna be in the middle. But check this out, y'all. We never put her in the middle. I know. That did. was one thing this this is the thing about adults. Especially the Bible the Bible talks about manipulation. It says manipulation is a sin as as a witchcraft. Manipulation is witchcraft. Mm-hmm. First of all, Ain't, ain't neither one of us in here finna ovulate in that, in that spirit. Right. I am not finna manipulate you. I'm not about to try to control you. I'm not gonna be like, no, you gotta be my friend, my friend only. Like, no, 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 no. I'm gonna be like, no. You're gonna be both our friends and you don't have to try to figure out who you gotta divide your time with. None of that. We as women, grown women, Christians, we got to stop trying to control and manipulate people and situations. Mm-hmm. Because when you do that, you are operating in an ungodly spirit. Mm-hmm. 
And if that's something that you've been doing, like you gotta you gotta check yourself before you wreck yourself. Hey, come on. You gotta you oh gotta look God, back. Yeah, you gotta look back and be I'm like, sorry. God, cleanse me because I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing. Like when you find this unity going on around you, like you shouldn't be don't let the enemy control you. Try to control you in the excuse me, in the situation. Try to try to find peace and don't let people try to control you in the situation. Like pray and say, God, lead me by your Holy Spirit. And if 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 your family members, if your friends, whoever's in, in involved in that situation, if they're trying to control you and manipulate you, like you need to take a step back and try to identify like God, what spirits are really operating right mm-hmm. now. Because I'm not going to try to control you. I'm not going to try to manipulate you. Like, No, I want everything that's going on to be Christ-led, to be spirit-led. And let God be in the midst of everything. And that, like I said, that was one of the things that I had to identify. Like, I had to really step back and say, God, what spirit is really operating here? Um, because that was the only thing that, for me, that really held it together. Because I, I, did, I was, God was able to show me what was going on behind the scenes and then i was able to attack that spirit in prayer mm-hmm. and that's the, the place that we got to get to we got to start attacking that, that spirit in prayer and even for swan like even though it wasn't directly against her like she may say she's the protective friend but in a friendship you just can't have one person that's protective and the other person just be like oh well like you got to learn how to protect your friends like you, the other person can't be the only person that's protective <laughs> I guess because I, I feel like I carried that mental for so long. Like, for real, I, I, I do. I feel like, I mean, I just, I don't know if I just love her what it is. I, I just felt like I always was the protector of, of my group or my, like, whatever. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> Y'all, they're laughing at me because my stomach is growling okay. and they get heat. Oh, bless and God. So, we hope y'all can't. <laughs> And so they are laughing. So don't think we're laughing about something that's not funny. Because that's not what's going on. But yeah, they're <laughs> laughing at me because my yeah. stomach is growling. It's just a little bit of truth. Yes. All right. Oh. But yes, just, just if you're in a season where you feel like your relationships are being attacked, like your marriage is being attacked, your your job situation is being attacked, like I would, I'm serious, y'all. Step back. Take a step back. And ask Holy Spirit to reveal to you, like, what is really going on behind the scenes. Ask him to reveal to you, like, what spirits people are operating in. Don't go around being all spooky and creepy either. Like, oh, you're operating in such and such. Like, don't go around doing that. But go. Ooh, you got a ghost. Yeah. I'm going to with that spirit of you. Like, don't, don't go around. Don't go around doing what Swan doing uh-uh. either. Don't do but, that. Like, so you but seriously, go and seek God about it and go into prayer. Absolutely. Go into intercession with people. Like, those people are in bondage. Sometimes people are in are in bondage to a spirit and they, they don't even know it. Like they people are in bondage yeah. and God is looking for someone who is who is spiritually alert. The Bible says stay alert for your adversary is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Yeah. God is looking for someone who is alert, who can mm-hmm. identify what's going on in the earth realm and take authority. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loose in heaven. And God is looking for someone to take authority and to walk in the authority and the power that he's given us 
and to tread upon scorpions and serpents and do what he's called us to do. Like he's waiting on us to do that. But the enemy's job, y'all, let me tell y'all, the devil's so cunning. He's so sneaky. When he knows that your prayers are powerful mm -hmm. and that you, when you open up your mouth, things happen and things change. Yeah. What he'll do is he'll get that person to offend you. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because he know yeah. like, oh, if, if that person offend them, oh, they ain't going to pray for them. It's going to cause separation. It's going to cause division. And they're going to stop praying for that person. And that's what the enemy has been doing to a lot of us. Like, he's been trying to send division and cause us to shut down and remove ourselves from the very person that we're supposed to be opening up our mouths to pray for so that they can receive their deliverance. You know what? That's true. Because every time I'm, like, going in hard, like, really getting that thing in the paint, like, going hard in the paint, my husband will call me. Like, out of nowhere, like, out of random, like, I ain't, you know, you, we just talked like maybe 30, 45 minutes or an hour ago. He'll call it the most random, but I'll be deep, deep in prayer. And I'm like, you know, you call me every time. And he takes it back. Well, I always call you in prayer. And I'm like, that's the enemy. The enemy trying to use you to like psych me out. Because he know that if you call, you call him for a reason. And I'm going to stop and see what you want. I'm going to like, this is my husband. Like, why are you calling me? And you're supposed to be at work. I'm going to answer the phone. Mm. And so he do that weird, like weird timing. Like it's all the time. Mm. And I noticed that happened even when I was telling, um, like, like last episode, I was telling y'all how I was going in when I got that, um, the revelation with the dream or whatever. And I was going hard in the paint, going, I mean, going in, phone wrong. He yeah. at work. And I'm like, what's going on? I mean, I got to answer the phone. Like, you never call me. Why, you, you know, what's going on? And he's like, I forgot the, um, something with the washer. And I was like, could text me that. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I just feel like, I'm just, just backing on what yeah. you're saying. Like, the enemy knows when to, like, Put him in a place when I'm in prayer because he know I'm going to stop. It's because the enemy knows how powerful prayer is. And if he knows that, that should be a hint to us. Hey, if the enemy is trying to stop this, maybe there's a, a something here that we need to be pressing into. And I would say for anyone who is having any kind of relationship issues or um, any of any type, if this is new to you, like for me, this season, we just walked through this type of relation, relational issue was very new to me. And so my default on handling anything is to shut down mm -hmm. <laughs> and to isolate, to separate, and to just go in, just to hermit, go into my own little whatever. And so, and I will say to that, if you are like me or if you are experiencing a, a different type of trial you haven't been through before, do not stop praying. Do not let that steal your prayer life because that is what exactly what you need to overcome this and get through it. That is where you are going to get your word from the Lord on how to get through this on your words that you need to be comforted. Your words that you need to be encouraged. You're going to everything that you need for that situation you are in is going to come out of prayer and the enemy is going to do everything he can to stop you from praying. So you have the you have to make the decision. Am I going to seek God in this? Or am I going to push him away? And so don't be like me. I'm the type, I, I, I separate first. I, I have, in the past, I have been very prone. And I know myself, I will shut down. And so you have to make a decision. You got to be like David. You have to encourage yourself. You have to choose to encourage yourself in the Lord. You have to choose to pray. Have, give a sacrifice of praise. Praise him when it hurts. Pray when it hurts. Especially when it hurts. So just, just be encouraged. So if that helps anybody, I just wanted to share that. Like, just do not allow the schemes of the enemy to do what this enemy sent them to do. Do not allow them to steal your prayer life. Do not allow them to separate your friendships like permanently. Do not allow them 
to do like to to prosper <laughs> pretty much so yeah but yeah something that stood out um to me that you said was about the interruption in the time of the enemy so um every year i read through the bible i do the one year bible plan it's like my seventh or eighth year um reading the bible sidebar real quick um so i didn't accept my calling because i thought i couldn't because i hadn't read through the whole bible oh so if any of y'all like are called <laughs> and you're making up excuses as why you can't go forward because of something like that um that no. does not disqualify you but anyways back to the story so um this year i'm doing one i'm doing the bible recap by the d group and this is lady named sierra no, Tara Lee Cobble. I think that's her name that leaves it. Anyway, so I'm in the book of Exodus now. We've done Genesis, Job, and now we're in Exodus because I'm doing it in chronological order. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those of you guys that don't know, you probably think that's weird, but Genesis, like one through nine happened, and then you skip to the book of Job, and mm-hmm. you do all of Job, then you go back to Genesis, and then you go to Exodus. Mm. So anyways, she talks about in the pod, because you do the Bible reading in the in the YouVersion Bible app, but she has a podcast to go with it, mm-hmm. and it's a daily podcast. And the daily podcast is no longer than 10 minutes, but she'll come on and she'll do a recap of that day's reading. But um, when she first started, she talked about how your Bible time, like your reading Bible time and your prayer time, is consider it like you're sitting at a table and God jesus Holy spirit sitting across the table from you and if you're like on a date with somebody and especially the most important person in the world and they're sitting across the table from you if somebody calls you like are you really gonna answer the phone or if somebody knock on the door are you really gonna ask, answer the phone without asking for permission like mm-hmm. with if jesus is sitting across the table from you are you gonna be like jesus hold on this is my mama calling mm-hmm. like are you really gonna and then have like a 30 minute conversation with that person. Like you may, you may not even come back to your Bible reading or you may not even come back to your prayer. So she said she does not answer the phone. She does not um, answer the door. Her kid's not going to do like she doesn't entertain it unless she says, Holy Spirit, is it okay for me to answer the phone? Or Holy Spirit, is it okay for me to answer the door? Because she said even though she can't physically see him like that's her like date time like that's her one-on-one time with him and she was like she never wants to be disrespectful to him just because he's not a person she can physically see or touch Mm. because he's he's so important and when she said that to me that was like wow even though like when i go into my prayer room i don't take my phone i put my phone on do not disturb and like sometimes i come out and i have so many missed calls and text messages and i just have to tell people oh like i'm in my prayer room but usually people know like if you can't get me nine times out of ten like that's where i am Mm -hmm. but i don't want that time to be interrupted and then i also have to realize at the end of the day if something is wrong with you what i'm gonna do like, wait, see, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, my mama used to get mad at me when I used to go to bed at night. And I still do it and put my phone on Do Not Disturb. She she would say, what if something happens something happened to somebody in the family? My response was, what what am I going to do? Like, what what can I do? If something happened to him, like, what, 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 what can I do? Because the person who got the whole world in his hands, mm-hmm. he up. Amen. <laughs> never sleep. Never sleep. Yeah. Yep. He up. 
So he's the one that can take care of it. So let me put my phone on Do Not Disturb and let me go to sleep. Because Latifah got to sleep and slumber. Do you hear me? I got to go to sleep. And I'm not a five-hour sleep girl. I need all eight of my hours. Sometimes I need ten. So I need to go to sleep. So I still put my phone at night time. My phone goes on Do Not Disturb. As a matter of fact, it goes on Do Not Disturb at 845. Well, I'm going to start trying it because I'm going to start blocking oh, it. Yeah. Like, don't talk to me. Ever since I met you, Terrica, that's what I do. When you said you did that, I do that now. Because I never did before. I was like, oh, somebody might call me. Yeah. I'm like, mm, no, I'm like, no. Well, if they call me, guess what? <laughs> I see it in the morning because okay, I can't. I'm not saying I can't do nothing. Yes, I can pray and God hears and answers my prayers. But I have, like some people, I, I'm not God. Mm-hmm. And so some people, instead of them going to God, they come to us. They keep running to us. And sometimes we're that person standing in the way that's blocking them from getting to God. Like, mm-hmm. you have to remove yourself. So instead of them calling you, they'll call God. That's like even with my friends. Like, I had a friend that would borrow money all the time. And one day the Holy Spirit said, if you keep giving them money, they'll never come to me. Because mm-hmm. right now you they God. Mm-hmm. And if you don't move out the way... I'm going to hit your finances. Mm, oh no. I'm like, let me go. Let me go. Gotta so go. when he said that to me, <laughs> I was like, you know what, God? I ain't trying to be nobody's savior. Mm-hmm. I'm finna move on out of the way. So the next time they called and said, hey, can I borrow some money? I was like, nah, I, ain't, I, ain't, I can't let you. I ain't saying got it because that would have been a lie. Mm-hmm. I said, I can't let you borrow no money. No, you said, first of all, you said clearly no. <laughs> you ain't paid me back for the last time you owe me, but... Which is another fact, because I won't ever give anybody money, and it's going to cause separation and friendship. I learned that a long time ago. Like, if I can't, if you ask me to borrow money, if I can't give it to you without the expectation of never getting it back, I'm not going to give it to you. Because yeah. I've lost a friend like that, that mm. never paid me my money back. And I lost a friendship because I actually needed my money back. Mm. So, if I can't give you money, and it to me not be alone then I can't give it to you mm-hmm. so this person who ain't gave it back to me I'm like well it don't even matter because when I gave it to you I gave it to you with the thought in my mind you know where I'm giving it to you I'm not loaning it to you right. the Holy Spirit was like get out of the way because right now you got oh. mm. and <laughs> who told you you could sit on the throne okay then Nobody. so I was like oh 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 no she didn't say okay she went to R. Kelly but anyways I just said nobody. but um mm-hmm. Oh, that was Key Sweet. But um, yeah. Sometimes we have to get off the throne so people can get yeah. to God and stay in in our secret time with Him and not let anybody interrupt it because we can't do nothing anyways. Amen, 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 amen. Yeah, yeah. But even like to the flip of that, putting others. If we are the type to, I know I've been the type to put others on a pedestal because oh, you so they're so gifted, they're so this and that. They helped me. In such a major way, I let my vision of them get skewed, and I and I've even been guilty of running to someone before I run to the Lord, and so, and I've had to um, repent of that and recognize where my help comes from. Yeah, I think we all have. Where my, yeah, so definitely have to be careful when it comes to that and who we um who we are allowing in our lives, but also who how we are dealing with those people and, and making sure we keep healthy boundaries and knowing who God is and knowing that this is just that, yes, they operate powerfully in the spirit. They are anointed, but also they are just a vessel too. They are just a human. Don't put 
God expectations on this human being. Yeah, speaking of it. Oh Lord, speaking of that, you know the Bible say giftings and callings come without repentance, mm-hmm. right? And you know, in this day and age with TikTok and uh, club is it clubhouse? It's something. Club is it clubhouse? Clubhouse, clubhouse and uh, you know, social. It was Periscope at one time, and then Twitter blowing back up. Like all these different social media platforms. Okay. When okay, so I was telling somebody that I was operating in my spiritual gifts. Before I was saved, I I was operating in my gifts as a kid. I have been dreaming since I was like eight. I was operating in my gifts before I ever said, God, yes, I accept you and I acknowledge you as my Lord and Savior. I literally was operating in my gifts. But because I was unsaved, I was operating in the kingdom of darkness. Not saying that I was intentionally doing it. I just wasn't saved. Like, I hadn't said yes to him yet. Um, Either you're going to operate in the kingdom of darkness or you're going to operate in the kingdom of light. Mm -hmm. But the gifts and the callings that God gives to us, they come without repentance, meaning that you have them. You have them when you're born. Mm. You can operate in them before you say yes. But what kingdom are you operating in? Which means that there are people... Who are operating in the kingdom of darkness. Who are able to counterfeit the gifts of God. But they're operating in the kingdom of darkness. So like I said, I'm in the book of Exodus right now. Okay. If y'all know anything about the book of Exodus. If you've never read it before, go back and read it. Because like that's like my favorite book of the Bible. Because Moses is my favorite character besides Jesus. Because Moses now. Yes, because of, because of Moses. Like Exodus is my favorite and then I do believe that I operate in the gift of deliverance. And that's a book of deliverance. So, if you go back and look at that book. And you look at when Moses went and Aaron went before Pharaoh. Pharaoh had his magicians to do some of the same things yeah. that Moses and Aaron was doing. And if you would have looked at it, you would have been like, Oh, they gifted too. Oh, they operate in the power too. Oh, they can... They can turn they can turn their ride into snakes too. Or they turning water into blood too. Like, and that I believe that's what's happening right now in churches. Mm-hmm. It's happening right now on social media. Like people looking at people with crystals and oh, sage and Tear all this different stuff. Like they looking at people with all this different stuff and they're like, oh my gosh, oh it's real. Cause they y'all, this a lie from the pits of hell. It is a lie. The enemy with he's a counterfeit. And he will make things look like it's real. But there came a time in the book of Exodus that when Moses and Aaron went before Pharaoh and they were able to perform miracle signs and wonder that, that, that Pharaoh's people could not duplicate it. And on top of that, when Pharaoh's people did counterfeit and do what Moses and Aaron were able to do, they were able to, you know, send out frogs or turn the, the water into blood. They were able to do things but they were not able to turn it back. Like when when Moses, they turned the water into blood, Moses and Aaron was able to go back and pray to God and say, well, God turned it back. Mm-hmm. But the counterfeit people weren't able to turn it back. So we got to be alert and attentive in this season because, yeah, there are, pe- there are people around us operating. They operate, <laughs> but they operate in the kingdom of darkness. It looked real. It looked real, real. 
But the Bible says that you will know them by the fruit that they bear. So yeah, you you operating. I'm looking at you. It look real. Oh you, you oh you can call up my phone number and I never met you. Oh you can call up my name and I never met you. You can prophesy and tell me. Oh 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 okay that's real good and we get excited about that stuff. And God is saying uh uh-uh, uh 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 that's that's the counterfeit. They in the kingdom of darkness. You will know them by the fruit that they bear. And that's what He's saying to us. That's why we gotta stay alert. That's why we need unity. Because by ourselves, the enemy going to try to come get us for real. Like, lions don't attack you when you in the pack. But if you wander out by yourself, he going to come get you. Yes. But when you together, you a movement. And that's why we need each other. Because you might be thinking that something is okay. But when somebody else come in and expose something yes. and shed some light, you yes. might be like, oh... Oh, thank you, Jesus. So we just got to be very careful in this season to make sure that we're hearing from God, that we're listening to God. My sheep know my voice. In the voice of a stranger, I will not follow. So, because there's a lot going on right now in the social media world, y'all. It is. A lot. Yeah. And you will fall into the trap if you don't stay prayed up. You definitely will. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. But overall, we're still here. Like, we were tagged. The enemy tried to divide. Um, We're still here. We're still doing what God's called us to do. And that's one thing about purpose. Mm -hmm. That's one thing about your assignment or the common goal. Like, nothing can stop the plans of God. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Um, The weapons form, but they don't prosper. Mm -hmm. Um, So we, we can't be fearful, like, even when you're walking through something and it seems like the enemy is trying to bring division to cause separation, it feels scary. I'm going to be honest with you. It doesn't feel comfortable. The stuff that comes up, like you, you may not even want to deal with that because it is not something that you like. Um, but even in that, I believe it's a season of growth. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe it's a season where, where God is just doing what he needs to do in our hearts and in our minds. He's taking us to those places that he needs to take us to. And you'll look back and say, you know what? I'm still here. Mm-hmm. We're still here. We're still doing what God has called us to do. The marriage. We're still we're still married. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm still on my job. <laughs> Last episode, I told y'all I was about to leave them kids. Ooh, <laughs> like, <laughs> Lord, leave them those <laughs> kids was going to be in that classroom oh, by themselves. Oh, but you know what? God, yeah. I'm still here. Mm-hmm. I'm still completing my assignment. Because you begin a good work in me, I'm going to complete it. Amen. Like, I'm still doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and nothing can stop. Those weapons form, but nothing can stop. And I'm Amen. I'm grateful for that. Amen. Yes, we still standing. We still, still prospering. Come on now. Walking through it. It's been a season. Amen. God is it. good, and God is faithful. We just keep on trusting him. Keep on letting him lead us, letting him do what only he can do. And yeah. It reminds me of, um, like, even in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 28, like, even when Paul, Paul ended up in Malta. He was supposed to be going to Rome, I think. And, of course, they shipwrecked in Malta. They ended up there. And I think Malta translates to mean refuge, a place of refuge. But that's not where he was supposed to be going. And I think sometimes in life, we shipwreck. And we end up in a place that (laughs) we weren't trying to get to. Yeah. We end up in an unlikely place, 
but we don't know at the time that this is the place you need to be in. Like, it don't look like it, it don't feel like it, it, don't seem like it. But that's the place that you need to be in. And sometimes we don't see shipwrecks like, like that. We don't see chaos like that. Like, we don't see what God is doing because what we went through was just so crazy. Yeah. Like, it was something that just really shook you up. And I'm quite sure at the time, Paul was like, this is a shipwreck. Yeah. Like, we done lost all the cargo. Yeah, what? We done, you know, the ship done broke apart. Mm-hmm. Like, these no, people... We stranded? Okay? <laughs> these people can't swim. We floating in on boat pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, the, the people did try to kill us. You know, and, and try to escape on their own. But, you know, God held it together. Mm-hmm. Like, all this crazy... I'm quite sure a, a whole bunch of crazy stuff was going through his mind. Which is, like, probably some of the stuff that goes through our minds when yeah. we go through things. And he had all these things going through his mind. He ended up on the island of Malta. Like, who ever heard of Malta? I don't even know. Like, can you find it on the map? But he ends <laughs> up in this place. And we probably, we're, we've probably been in places where we ended up in, like, what what is this guy? Like, I never heard of this. How did yeah. I get here? You know? Oh yeah. How did you navigate me to this place? Yeah. And he ends up in this place and he goes to build a fire. And when he goes to build a fire and he's reaching in to get the wood, the Bible says a snake fastened to his arm, to his hand. And the Bible says that after it fastened to his hand, the people around him were like, oh, he must have sinned. Oh, he must have did something wrong. Oh, he gonna die. But the Bible says, Paul looked at the viper, a viper, y'all, like this should have killed him. But he shook it off into the fire. Mm. And he went on to do great miracles in that place. Mm. Like he went on to lay hands on people and healing came forth and all of that. Like God, yes, it may have been a shipwreck. Yes, you may have ended up in an unlikely place with your relationship with your family, with your job, with your career, with whatever it is you go, you got going on, you may have ended up in an unlikely place. Yes, the weapon form. Yes, it, you may have been bitten by a snake. I'm talking about an ugly spirit. It may have tried to fasten itself to you. But I want you to know, like, shake that thing off. Like, it, it may have fastened itself to you, but go ahead and shake that thing off and move on about your business and say, you know what? I'm not going to let this hold me hostage anymore. And even if people are whispering and saying different things, because when I tell you people always got something to say, Mm -hmm. they'll whisper, they'll try to come up with their own scenarios. They'll try to say how you were wrong. And even if it's not people, it could be the voices in your, in your head telling you all these different lies, like shake that thing off and keep moving and watch God vindicate you. Oh, watch man. God silence the mouth of the enemy because Paul didn't have to tell them, y'all, I didn't do nothing wrong. Like, Paul never had to try to avenge himself. Mm-hmm. Paul never had to try to take up for himself. All Paul had to do was walk out and do the will of God. All Paul had to do was walk in his anointing. He just had to start laying hands on people. And eventually, people were like, oh, well, no, he, he didn't deserve death. He didn't deserve murder. He didn't do anything wrong. All Paul had to do really was live. Because mm-hmm. the next day they woke up and saw Paul didn't die. Like, just keep living. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. Let your marriage keep living. Mm-hmm. And it's going to silence the mouth of the liars. Mm-hmm. Amen. Let your friendships keep living. And it's going to silence the mouth of the liars. Let your job keep living. Amen. And it's going to oh. silence the mouth of the liars. Mm-hmm. Just keep living. Like, whatever shipwreck, whatever bitch you, just keep living. And everything about your life is going to silence the mouth of the liars. So, shake it off. I agree with you on that. Because, like you said, being shipwrecked, being in a, in a, in a place, in like a stagnant place like that, 
I was dealing with grief for a lot. A lot of people know I was dealing with grief. And my friend here told me, you don't need to. I said, I just, I'm learning how to cope. She said, but that's not God. You don't, God don't want you to cope. God wants you to live. He wants you to thrive. He wants you to, you know, be free. So in this season of in this season that's going going through a lot of stuff, I had my one of my former pastors to die, my uncle died. Like grief was just hitting me left and right. Every time I caught my foot and and, and it was and trying to find some peace, here comes something that's grief just hit. And I was just in a sunken place. Like all I want to do was lay down. Every time I come home from work, just lay down. I didn't want to do nothing else. If I did my homework, that was it. I, it just drained my energy. Was drained from this grief. And for my birthday, everybody already knows Swan Gold. 10,000 and above. I'm being extra. I didn't want to do anything for my birthday this season. No makeup, no no parties, no nothing. I said, God, for my 38th birthday, I just want peace. Mm. Peace. And everybody was like, well, that, everybody kept asking, what, 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 why you keep saying you want peace? Why, why you don't want to do that? I just want peace. Y'all don't understand. That would be the best gift that I, he could ever bless me with mm. is the gift of peace. And I said, because I'm tired of grieving. I'm, ty- I'm tired of coping. I'm tired of existing and not living. I just want peace. And when I said that, that's when everything else started falling in place. That same, that weekend, that same weekend as the weekend, I just start, my eyes start open. I started trying to thrive. I started, and then the following weekend, I got the message, you know, the, about the dream. Every, everything just started coming in. All I want is peace. Mm-hmm. And I'm just telling anybody that's dealing with stuff like that, you got to start living. Like she said, shake that snake bite out. Tell that thing, it can't, it can't kill you. Mm-hmm. You got to face the enemy. Call him out on his stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just start calling him out kind of names. God probably was had to hold my tongue a little bit, laughing. you know, because he had went a little too far, you know. Y'all don't be praying and cussing now. Don't be cussing. I don't be cussing. Oh, But, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I did call him old stinking devil. Ooh, like, it's no. just stuff, like, crazy stuff. Like, but I'm just finally getting peace. Amen. Good. So, Good. Yeah. God will do it. He is do it. I will say, <laughs> nothing to do with that. In my more immature years, I used to cuss all the time praying. But <laughs> that's, all <laughs> <I don't laughs> what? that's all I wanted to say. You know, real bitch as well. You know, it's in the Bible. I, this was before, like, this is when I was coming back to the Lord. And I was just venting. I was like, Lord, look, this bleep, 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 bleep. I would just. Well, yeah. I'm so glad that Amber has been delivered so from cussing prayers. But if that's the place that you're in, ain't no no condemnation, no. Because yeah. I had to tell, I told some people in a small group that the Lord just wants your heart yeah. where you at at that moment. That was my heart right at that moment. I have, by the grace of God, grown since yeah. that people moment. Grow you. <laughs> but and yeah, it's okay I, to be angry, and it's okay to tell the Lord that you are angry. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's God, some, I'm mad. Like, what's going on? Let's talk about this. And that's something I've been learning this season to be more like. That has been freeing for me. Just tell God how you feel. He know it. Ain't no point in just sitting in it. Talk about how you feel to get past that, so you can get in prayer and get and receive from the Lord. He, uh, sometimes yeah. he just want to say, "Are you gonna ask me for help?" That's mm. all. So, I already know what's going on, but are you gonna open your mouth and tell me what you need, what you want? And sometimes you see, like I've been looking for a church home. Like I've been praying about that thing, and he was like, "You've been praying, but have you been doing the leg work? What you been doing?" You be, you keep asking me for three seasons of twenty one days, and I ain't open no door yet. When you gonna get up and do something? Mm. So praying for it and waiting on him to just deliver it all the time. Gary, better do some work. Do the work. Faith without works is dead. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes, that's why he's our father. He's a good good father, and I pray that that no matter what your situation may have been with, like with your earthly father. 
that that won't hinder your relationship with our Heavenly Father. Mm -hmm. And you will begin to see him for who he really is because he is our Father. Um, and he's very good. Yes, he's Father. awesome. He's amazing. He's a best friend. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let I'm I'm praying that this week that whatever relationship, whatever God has put in your life that has that may have been under attack, um, in the area of unity, mm -hmm. whether it be on your job, uh -huh. whether it be at school, whether it be at work, whether it be your marriage, um, whether it be a mother daughter relationship or a uh -huh. mother um. Oh, excuse me, a daughter-father or a son-father or son-mother relationship, whatever the relationship is, I'm praying that God will expose to you who the real enemy is. Amen. And that once he opens your eyes to who the real enemy is behind the scenes, that you'll begin to attack that spirit in prayer. That God will give you strategy on how to pray his word because his word won't return back void. And that those relationships will begin to heal. Um, that you'll find forgiveness. That you'll begin to heal. That you'll be begin to forgive that person. And forgive yourself. And that God will move upon that person's heart. And that this will be a great season of restoration and healing for you. And for that person. Um, as we enter into uh, whatever it is that God's about to do. Yeah. Amen. Amen. It will be. Let it be so. Stand in the word. Get you, uh, get you a good song to listen to because I play This Means War every other day. We go into war devil. You can't have my family. You can't have my increase. Like, you, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. So just stay praying up. Absolutely. Amen. That was good, y'all. But where they can Amen. find us at, Amber? Where, where is it? All right. So we on Instagram, right? So that's at Truth and Grace Podcast on Instagram. We on Facebook. That's the Truth and Grace Podcast. And we, you can also email us if you have any prayer requests or anything. Truth and Grace Podcast at gmail.com. Just or hit us up on social media. Let us know um, what any, any obstacles in your relationships that you might be facing or you have overcome and how you overcame those. We want to hear your testimony. We want to hear from y'all. Prayer requests. We, all of us are intercessors, so we love to pray and we would love to pray for you. So if you have any prayer needs at all, we would love to stand in agreement with you. Um, so yeah, talk to us. We love y'all. Let us know how y'all feeling. Y'all have a feeling good, feeling great on this Friday. We want to know too. You better. Amen. Amen. Well, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all for listening. As always, we pray you have a safe and fun weekend. Happy Friday. Y'all be blessed today. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to like, share, and follow on the Truth and Grace podcast Facebook and Instagram pages. And don't forget to tell a friend.